everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend on Spotify or wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. I am the host, Josh Sanchez, and the purpose of Your Spiritual Best Friend is to connect spirituality, mental health, and astrology all in one because it's important for everyone to realize that we are all on our own spiritual journey at the end of the day. So the more we open up, the more we are able to connect with each other and grow as a collective society. So sit back and relax and enjoy your spiritual best friend. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. On today's episode, I got a chance to interview special guest, spiritual healer, and author, VC. Me and VC, we talk a lot about her spirituality and her discovering her own spirituality and what led her to do the work that she loves doing now, which involves helping others and being there for others. VC is a double Virgo, so Virgo sun and Virgo moon. So she talks about a lot of struggling with like perfectionism and getting into too much of the details at times. But me and VC, we also talk about twin flames as well. So if you guys have ever met your twin flame or know what twin flames are, I 10 out of 10 recommend to hear the rest of our conversation because people think twin flames are meant to be positive and uplifting. Sometimes you meet your twin flame and you're meant to learn so much more about yourself during this time period. So think about that. There's a difference between soulmates and twin flames. That's another thing that I want to disclose before our conversation begins. But you can check out VC's book, which talks about her twin flame journey, her Instagram, and all the work that she does by clicking in the links in the show description. And like always, guys, please like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you guys are listening to the podcast. Your ratings and subscriptions will help boost the podcast overall. But without further ado, here is my conversation with VC. Hey everybody, and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and I'm here with a very special guest, VC. VC, what's going on and how are you doing? I'm doing good. Everything's good in my life for the time being. So I just got back from Sedona, so I'm still in the (laughs) (laughs) woo-woo. Yeah, I know. I know we talked a little bit before we recorded this podcast. I know you mentioned that you were going on a trip. Tell me a little bit about how that trip was for you. I know you mentioned that it was very spiritual in in Sedona. Yes, um, I went with a spiritual ladies group of 11 and ages range from 40 to 85. And we went uh, to Boynton Canyon, Buddha Beach, uh, the Chapel of the Holy Cross, um, the Buddha Beach, the masculine and feminine energies were so strong and rocks pretty much stood on their own. And it was um, just I connected so deeply there, um, saw auras and it was just I connected so deeply with spirit and with God. 
Wow. And I will say, VC, isn't it? I definitely recommend for everyone to take a trip. You know, certain places just resonate. You know, we feel like a deeper connection. So power to you for taking that spiritual trip. Uh, trip, And I definitely think I, I can tell you're very more calm and relaxed. So this was very this was a very spiritual and powerful trip for you. So so keep up the great work when it comes to that. Thank you. I think everyone should take a journey from time to time just to uh, regroup and ground yourself. 10 out of 10 recommend. Uh, But VC, just starting our conversation a little bit, I know So when it comes to work and passions, VC, what are some things that you really enjoy doing for work and what are some things that you're very passionate about? Well, for work, I am a double Virgo. So that means that I have OCD tendencies. I'm a perfectionist. I've worked very hard all of my life. And I worked a lot of days, 16 and 18 hour days, because I had my own business. Still have it, but I have learned um, through my spiritual awakening that took place um, about five years ago that I have more balance now. And so um, I just wrote a book. And so I'm very passionate about that, about the twin flame journey. And I, I love crystals and stones. I also, um, I love going to concerts and listening to live music. And going on spiritual retreats has become what I have to do. And I did ayahuasca. I've been twice and I go back at the end of the month. So I've learned more about myself by doing some of these things. Wow, VC. First, I want to say there's a lot of parts to your answer. And like the first part that really struck to me is like, I definitely feel like you are a spiritual healer. You know, you're going on spiritual retreats. You're learning more about yourself along the way as you have ran your business for so long now than you're creating a book. Like these are all things that you're doing along your journey, you know, to find yourself and learn new things about yourself. And that just really leads me right to my next question. So I know you mentioned in your book, you mentioned a lot about twin flames and stuff. What for the viewers that don't really know what is a a twin flame or are just curious to know a little bit more, what is a twin flame? Well, a lot of people uh, look at the term. It's become trendy and romanticized. A lot of people think um, soulmates and twin flames are the same thing, and they they are not. Um, The twin flame journey is about individual soul growth. And uh, a soulmate is a natural and easy connection, most of the time romantic. It can be family, friends, uh, even animals. And uh, through this journey, I had my spiritual awakening on November 11th, 2017, that resulted from a severe fall. Um, I was in the shower and dehydrated and I fell face first and I landed on the bathroom tile and I had really bad bruising through my eye, some on my chin and things changed after that. And for me, um, I connected with my twin flame. I had been married 24 and a half years when this happened. I was so in the 3D, so in ego and pride. And this journey 
I when I connected with my twin flame, he was involved with my business. It resulted, it was a magnetic connection. We all reincarnate with spiritual families and our soul group consists of soulmates. And I've actually been fortunate enough to recognize a soulmate who recognized me. And that has happened a couple years ago. But the twin flame journey, when you connect with that person, everyone does not have a twin flame. My, my understanding is there are 72,000 pairs. We're not all um, incarnated at the same time, but we chose the lessons that we're here to learn before we come back to earth. I have been here many times and I originated from a planet within Orion's belt, Mintaka. And so through this, I've learned that you get triggered very easily along this journey. And this journey is about healing. And so my core lessons are um, abandonment, rejection, and self-worth. And we're never fully healed. However, the, the retreats that I've went on, ayahuasca, alternative healing modalities has allowed my soul to have a lot of healing and fear has been the latest lesson I didn't realize I had to learn. <laughs> so um, this journey, um, it, it, in my instance, it was a deep connection that was a romantic connection. I had an affair, ended my marriage, and the, it was just like if you threw gasoline on a fire. And then there's different stages in the twin flame journey. And when separation comes, it is one of the most painful things um, that can happen. You're in the dark night of the soul. I was, 2019, the whole year was almost a dark night of the soul. And sometimes you don't know if you're going to make it out or not. And by the grace of God, I have. And I've connected deeply with God, really, um, he, he carries me on the walk each day. So I'm blessed and fortunate to be here. And with healing, I have come a long way. And I still am climbing back out of the hole, as I call it. Um, so I go back to SoulQuest in Orlando at the end of the month to experience another two times of ayahuasca. So um, a lot of people, it's not for everyone, but it is the only thing that allowed me to release attachment to outcome. And for me, that has been the final stage of my twin flame journey. Not all twins are here to be in union. And that is one of the most difficult lessons. So many people look at a relationship as a um, as a twin flame when it may indeed be a karmic connection. So that's kind of where my journey has been. Um, it's been a difficult one. 
Wow, VC. First, I want to say thank you for being so open to share your journey you now and share your perspective and to be so open and honest, because I know being vulnerable, it's definitely something that, you know, it's hard, you know, to open up and share like your story and your journey. And thank you for really getting in depth when it comes to the Twin Flame journey, because you made a very good point because Twin Flames, a lot of people think mix up twin flames with soulmates and like you said twin when you meet a twin flame it's like a magnetic connection it's sort of it's sort of just like a really deep and intense feeling you know and you and for some twin flames like you said they're not meant to you guys are not meant to like be together you know like it's you're meant to learn something more about yourself so i really just appreciate one, your honesty with yourself and your journey. And two, like a lot of your points about twin flames. Now, my next question, just, it's just for clarification, just to see like, because I'm getting what you're saying when it comes to twin flames. So they're pretty much, they're people that are, or souls, you know, cause we're all souls, you know, we connect, not everyone's going to find their twin flame in this lifetime, but when, but if you do find your twin flame, it's like a magnetic deep-rooted connection that can either be positive or negative. And also, it does not have to be a romantic relationship either. It can be a very close friend. So it's like you guys are just vibing on a deeper magnetic level that you don't normally do when it comes to either soulmates and even like friendships, family, you know know what I mean? Stuff like that. So is that what it is? Or am I missing something a little bit to that? It is. And uh, what it is, you and that twin are created from the same energy at the same time. And it is a deep vibrational energy frequency. So, for example, my grandfather was an identical twin. He and his brother had a telepathy between the two of them. Twins have a telepathy. It doesn't matter if you're in their presence or if you're 500 miles away. And so that that exact energetic vibrational frequency, you are matched more than anyone else that you can ever match with. However, this journey, it is about individual cell growth, um, but it, and it's a deep, if you do connect physically with that twin, there is sacred sexuality and sensuality that goes along with this. Um, one morning, um, we're both green-eyed, and I see up na- close naturally with my left eye and far away with my right, and he mirrors that. And our hearts beat in unison together. So um, also another, um, we have a lot of the same health issues. Um you, you're not always the same age. There can be an age gap. There's a few years age gap with my situation. And it is something um, that when, when you go through this, it will bring you to the pits of hell. Um, it, for me, it is the most difficult thing. And I've been through a lot of difficulties And but yet, if I had to go back and not be awakened and not know, I I wouldn't do that because this journey is about unconditional love and and forgiveness. And what has happened by me going through a three month period of forgiveness 
and I, my list of 12 grew to 34 that went, I went through over a three month period. And when you purge all of the anger, all of the hurt, everybody that has really injured you, it allows your heart to open to unconditional love. So that is what, that is what we're here for. We're here to experience that. And it, in my heart, it, it's a purification of your soul. And I've made many mistakes along this journey. And I am grateful, even for the pain involved, I am grateful to now be able to say, besides my children, that I've had unconditional love with three partners. And um, one was a soulmate, one a twin flame, and one, I believe, um, is a monad connection. First, I want to say thank you for being open to share and also answering my little question when it comes to like twin flames and stuff, because it is more of like a deeper connection. And I know for me, I have not met my twin flame, so I can't really explain it. So it's great to hear insights from someone that has and power to, you you know, for taking the steps, you know, to reflect. And you made a really good point about how even though you might meet your twin flame, which is someone that, you know, just deeper rooted connection and, and you guys have very similar energy, very similar body postures, everything. It, at the end of the day, it's about your own journey that we're on because we're all individual spirits, you know, trying to fulfill ourselves, you know, learn things in this lifetime and and grow and learn some new things about ourselves. So being able to Although meeting someone that acts very similar to you like and still trying to find yourself, that is, I can see where challenges can present. So thank you for clarifying and being honest with sharing your own journey and stuff. I really appreciate everything. May I add one thing? Um, and not everyone has a twin flame. So if, if that's the thing, what everybody needs to know This is not something you should go in search of because you might experience some pain, but it will lead to spiritual growth. But we mostly have soulmates, so... Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by Podcash as a collaboration between Racket and Stir. Podcast gave away over $100,000 to up-and-coming podcasters as a way to support insanely creative and inspiring podcasters. We know how difficult it can be to get a podcast off the ground and running, but with Podcast, it's a great way to get cash, and best of all, it's all free for your podcast. So if podcasting has been on your to-do list, or you're already a podcaster, go to podcast.com to stay up to date with future podcast happenings. That's again, podcast.com, P-O-D-C-A-S-H.com. I hope to see your future podcast.
Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I like that as well. And, and that's definitely a good point because you don't want to search for it. The people will come to you as you take the steps and, and you're learning more about yourself on your journey. Great point, BC. Um, but just transitioning a little bit, I know we talked a lot about like your own spiritual journey, you know, and we've also talked about twin flames and you've been very insightful and I really appreciate that. I know you mentioned, I know you mentioned that you were, that you wrote a book and you also ran your business for so long. Talk to me a little bit about that journey, you know? So when it comes to your business, just starting off, what do you, what is, what, what is your business? You know, like what is like, what really led you down that way, you know, running your own business for so long? I found that I was really good at billing. And so for someone who had never been good at something, just kind of was in the middle, maybe in the bottom um, on classes, that kind of thing, I struggled in school. Once I found uh, that I could do well in the medical field, that's what I stayed in. And I started working in medical records back when you had to file things. And then um, when I started doing the medical billing, it I just could read it very easily. And so um, my journey, I became an office manager. And then I, I later went back because I, because I worked, I was a hard worker, but I earned very little doing what I was doing, and it was a struggle to pay pay bills. And finally, one day, I encountered um, information on medical coding, and I, I got my certification, and through different um, promotions, that kind of thing, I ended up working as a fraud investigator, and that was in the medical field. And then I, I wanted to do more of that. I actually wanted to do auditing. And because I wasn't a nurse, they wouldn't let me do that. So I ended up um, pursuing um, my certification and I started working for physicians. And so what I learned was that I, my gut instincts, I didn't realize at the time, I called it my, my gut would talk to me, that it was I was highly intuitive like my grandmother. And so I was able to find a needle in a haystack, leading you back to being a Virgo. And uh, I was able to take a leap of faith and start my business. Um, I became self-employed around 2009, I believe. And in 2013, I started my business. I have an LLC. And so I, I now have hired people that work with me. And we have all have a good rapport. And I have four offices and about 10, to, I think it's 10 providers that I work with. And, and now I... I don't work as much as I did. I work more normal hours. So um, through this journey, I started writing my book. Um, I was divinely guided to write my book. Uh, Spirit would not let me sleep until I was doing in it what I was supposed to. And if I put it down, 
and just couldn't do it, I was awake a lot in the night. And so uh, from that point, um, I, I really wrote heavily. I wrote the guts of it before the end of the year. And so December 29th, I found out I had breast cancer. And um, within three weeks, I had surgery. It was a stage 2A clinical and B pathological, very aggressive, poorly differentiated. And then a month after that, I had twice a day radiation. And my, my entire journey from beginning to end on that was 77 days. So I know that I am being uh, divinely guided, directed, and protected at this time. Wow, VC. And, and I, I really appreciate you just being honest with your whole journey. Like, cause I know like you've definitely experienced a lot of highs and lows, you know, so thank you for just being so honest to, and open to share your experiences and stuff. And, and like you've been saying, you know, like all these things may have happened, but you have like that divine connection, you know, and you're really, and through all these experiences, you're connecting closer and closer to yourself along the way. So it's powerful stuff, VC, because I know a lot of people that have that that might have experienced similar stuff to you, you know, not being able to take those steps forward, you know, like it's definitely it definitely can be a lot to handle. So power to you, VC, for for reflecting, being honest with yourself, pushing through and connecting with yourself. And there's a reason why, like you're still pushing through. So keep up the great work. Um, but just transitioning a little bit, I know we talked a lot about your book, your journey, and also in the Twin Flames and stuff, and I've really appreciated our conversation so far. When it comes to astrology, astrology is definitely a big part of this podcast, and it's definitely a big part of my life and also your life. Uh, my my first question, just starting off our astrology discussion, I know you mentioned a little bit throughout your journey, how has astrology really helped you understand yourself a little bit? Well, as a Virgo, it, I am with, I'm very heavily, heavily a perfectionist, which has allowed me to grow my business. And also, I'm very sensitive, um, very kind, very loving. Um, and I have, I hate to say it, but persnickety tendencies. However, they have relaxed at, through my journey. Um, I always... Think my I can't hardly get out of my head. Um, my logical brain is there, and through this journey, it, and and being in your logic is a masculine energy, and so I have gravitated towards my intuition. I have um, experienced the clear gifts, so um, the gut feel is the clear sentient intuition. I, and I'm also clairaudient. Um, I, I pick up a lot of songs from the 1970s, in addition to having um, words dropped into me a few times. And I've been told I will channel later. And I've had a few instances of claircognizance and clairvoyance. And I've asked for my spiritual gifts to be increased. So, so being a Virgo, I want answers. 
and I'm going to dig. I will find the needle in the haystack. That is guaranteed. Definitely. It really is all about those details and stuff. And and just adding to our conversation a little bit, there's this website. It's called thehoroscope.co. It's a website where if you just Google your sun and moon, they give a little reading based off of your sun and moon combination. And they give you a positives, negatives, perfect partner, and some advice. So as I give you your reading, VC, just let me know what thoughts come to your mind. So like, like you mentioned before, you're a double Virgo, so Virgo sun, Virgo moon. And it says a trustworthy personality, assertive, the Virgo sun, Virgo moon personality keeps up to date with everything that is going on and is so hard to manipulate or fool. Positives for your sun and moon combination very loyal, innocent, and determined. Negatives can be a little bit over-criticizing at times and fixated sometimes. Perfect partner, someone who will avoid nagging them. And word of advice for your sun and moon combination, they should be less criticizing with themselves. So as I give you positives, negatives, perfect partner, and advice, what are some thoughts that come to mind? Well, a lot of that fits me. And being a Virgo, it, for me, I, for a long time, I didn't accept anything less than perfection. But what I have done along the way is I have learned if someone can do what I can do, it doesn't have to be the same way. And for so long, I pretty much demanded that. And if for me, um, I can get very, um, very in my head and I go through melancholy sometimes and I, I think I am fairly trustworthy. Um, I have, I try to help everyone that I can, but I wear, and it's not as bad as it used to be, but I, I wear my feelings on my sleeve and I just, I want happiness. I don't want conflict. I, I used to take criticism so poorly and now I have accepted we're not all perfect and it's okay. We're supposed to make mistakes. That's how we learn. And so my journey has taken me pretty much 360 in the way that I interact with people. Um, used to, I didn't let people in. And you have talked about vulnerability. This journey has given me that back. So no matter all the things, all the mistakes I have made along the way, because I trusted so many and people have hurt me, I, I've had to allow my vulnerability, my heart chakra, my throat chakras to open. And for me, it's all about trying to be not so in ego or pride. And this journey is about breaking that down. So a Virgo typically is very ego driven, not so much prideful, but can be on things. But the ego, um, we, we don't want anybody to get next to us. We, we want to be in control and I can't do that anymore. I just trust. And I really appreciate again, just your insight and just your honesty with yourself, you know, both positives, things you've learned. I really appreciate that. 
And one of the things that I really wanted to highlight when I first saw your chart right away, so not only being a double Virgo, your sun and your moon are both in Virgo and they're in the same house. So the house number that both of your sun and moon is in is the 11th house. And the 11th house involves medicine, distant relatives, humanitarianism. So it's all about like, you know, the bigger picture, sense of community, you know, so not only, and because I know you mentioned like that high ego, having the same sign in both your sun and moon, because the moon is the planet where our emotions rule the world, you know? So it's like your emotions are also fueling that ego and it's fueling everything when it comes to humanitarianism work, technology, networks, really just, you know, that sense of community. So as I describe that a little bit, how do you feel about that a little bit? Well, that's all pretty accurate. Um, at one point, it wouldn't have been for me, but this journey, yes. Um, I feel that I am being guided to help others. I've always been helpful. However, this is on a larger scale. Through ayahuasca, I was given that I was supposed to help heal others, and that is still unfolding. So the humanitarian is, I can't say that word, but, but um, with that, I completely agree with that. I, I mean, it's very true in my instance. Definitely, definitely. And one of the last things that I really wanted to highlight, and we'll talk about your rising a little bit. We'll wrap up with your rising. But another thing that I see that really pops off when I look at a chart right away, just for a quick reading I, you have a lot of 12 house placements. So 12 house placements are, it's all in the subconscious. It's things that you don't really see in the physical reality. You know, it's sort of stuff that goes beyond our five senses. So if anyone has any 12 house placements, like this is one of the highlights that I like to say, because you might not feel these feelings every day, but as you go through your journey, you're going to feel these heightened feelings. Um, so in in for in you and your chart, because your 12th house is ruled by Libra. So Libra is all about the balance scales, finding that peace, finding that harmony. And your Mercury is in Libra, your Jupiter is in Libra, and your Uranus is in Libra. So these three planets all ruled under the same sign are in the 12th house. So your community because Mercury is the planet of communication. So the way how you communicate it might people might not always relate to it but you know like throughout once they get to know you a little bit more and they understand where you're coming from then they understand like that like where you are coming from when it comes to communication jupiter is like the frat bro of the planet so this is a planet that's meant to really hype and boost your confidence so to have that added boost of confidence i know you mentioned in a couple answers ago about how when you're writing your book like you just your, your body, your spirit was telling you, you're going to get this book done. I think that was your Jupiter coming in being like, hey, I'm going to hype you up. I'm boosting your confidence here. You got to get this done. And then Uranus is the planet of freedom, rebellion. It's all about like forward thinking, you know? So it's like those three energies are all in your 12th house, which all involves that subconscious, the area of the, it's like you don't see it. Physically, it's all like the spiritual realm. So as I describe that a little bit, how do you feel? 
Well, I've done a lot of rebelling in the most recent <laughs> of years, and that it's very interesting. I keep up with astrology, but you definitely know more about it than me. And I had no idea that those planets were all in Libra. I didn't know that. And hearing some of that information, I think it's for my spiritual journey. I think that that uh, I've always been able to talk to pretty much anyone. Um, I can talk to the wall sometimes. (laughs) So as far as communication goes, I try um, to always keep that an open mind. Some There was actually somebody recently who said, you're like Phoebe from Friends. <laughs> and it's, I just get caught in the spiritual world and um, it's just become more and more of who I am. So that I'm gonna look all that up. <laughs> Hey everybody, I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. I just want to give you guys a very special announcement. So starting in the beginning of September, I will be doing astrology chart readings for anybody that is interested in learning a little bit more about themselves and their natal chart. I am not someone that is going to predict the future, but I am someone that is going to give you guidance and really help you process yourself in the present moment, whatever challenges or blocks that you face. But you can click on the link in the show description to schedule a one-on-one meeting with me where you get your chart read, where it's going to be a very safe space for you guys to open up and share your own journeys, your own anxieties, fears, and I hope that we can both learn something from each other along the way. I do have a confidentiality agreement that I, that everyone must sign and follow, and prices will vary depending on the income in which you guys make. I am someone that is very flexible and knows that we all have certain situations in life that can impact us financially, emotionally, anything pretty much. But it really is just a safe space for everyone to connect, grow, and learn some things about themselves. So again, you can check out that link to schedule a one-on-one call with me, Josh Sanchez, host of Your Spiritual Best Friend, and I hope to see everybody soon and to help you along the way on your own spiritual journey. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'll make sure if you're curious to know more, once we're done recording, I'll send you some information as well. But it's really cool because Libras are very good because they want that balance and they want that harmony, you know. So it's like, whereas with Virgos, it's all like the the perfectionism, you know, whereas with Libras, they want that balance and harmony, very social when it comes to meeting new people. But they're very good middlemen. So like they like to see both sides of everything. They're very good diplomats. That's what I like to say. Like good people, you know, that are like in the middle, see everyone's perspective. But to have all those energies in the 12th house, it's all like that spiritual realm. You know, you're trying to find that balance in that area. So that was something that I saw right away. I was like, I definitely need to bring this up and uh, see how you feel about it. But one of the last parts I really wanted to highlight in your chart is the rising sign, because for a lot of people, rising signs, they might not know a lot, but 
the rising sign is it's the ruler of the first house, which is the physical self. When your spirit hits your physical body, this is the energy that you are, that you want to present to people and the energy that you want to emulate when you are what you strive to have. And for you, VC, you you come off to people as like Scorpio energy. So Scorpio energy is very, very emotionally in tune, you know, but can be very emotionally intense as well and can really get into like the mysterious or the, the unknown. And for a lot of people that might be very intense, but for some people, they're like, I love it. Let's 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 learn more. You know, let's learn about the unknown. Let's get deep because uh, Scorpio is ruled by Pluto and Pluto is the planet of transformation, rebirth. And it's all about like the the unknown, the mysterious. So it's really cool. It's cool stuff. So as I describe a little bit about your rising, is that something that you really because I know from from our conversation, I've had a we've had a very spiritual conversation uh, so that I really appreciate that. But is that something that you really that you feel like with yourself? You, that have people told you around like uh, like you bring off Scorpio energy or have you been around Scorpios before? My best friend is a Scorpio and you don't mess with them. They'll sting you. <laughs> so, but for me, um, I am very intense in relationships. Very intense. Um, it is, uh, I've actually had someone that can't look in my eyes because they said I look into their soul. So, um, very intense. It's a highly sexual sign. It's, and it took me many years to get to that point, but, uh, I am very intense in most everything that I touch. So yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate. (laughs) Yeah, and just to add a little bit, uh, just to, just for fun, like Neptune is is like the spiritual realm planet, you know. So it's like things that go beyond our five senses. That is also in Scorpio. So again, like the the when it comes to your physical self, you feel very powerful when you are expanding that spiritual realm. So, so it's all about like dreams and things that go beyond the five senses. So that's really cool, and uh, that's a little bit of your chart. I, obviously, for everybody, I do. I for because I also do chart readings on the side. Is like I just started that like a, earlier this month. Like this is just a quick reading VC. But if we had more time, obviously I'll get more in depth and stuff. But I really appreciate you being so honest with sharing your chart, your journey, your perspective. I'm going to give you the floor now before we wrap everything up. Where can everybody check out your work? Do you have like a website or a social media page? Where can everybody check you out and follow you? Well, my website is mytfjourney.com. My email is support at uh, mytfjourney.com. And I just recently started um, my, my Instagram, and so that's BC Pitt. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to um, work on a blog each work week that's on my website. And so my passion is about this journey and helping others that um, for healing, that's truly what I'm here for, to try to help others. But I, I love that you were able to pull all of that out because I can look at a, a birth chart, um, but I'm not as familiar with the houses. So this has shed some light. I think you're very talented and good at this. 
Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate it, VC, as well. And and when it comes to all this work too, having a, having like obviously like you as like the guest, you know, being so open with sharing experiences definitely makes my job a lot easier. So thank you for being a great guest and stuff too. And I'll make sure to put the links that you mentioned in the show description and also your Instagram and stuff too. So that way everyone can follow and check out all of your work. But thank you, VC, for a wonderful conversation and please stay safe. Thank you. One thing I forgot um, is they can get my book on Amazon. So um, it's my twin flame journey of separation, surrender and release, unconditional love through spiritual lessons and healing. Perfect. Sounds good. And I'll make sure to add that link as well. But thank you again, VC, and please stay safe. Thank you. It's been a pleasure.